It is the most wonderful time of the year for a year that can't end soon enough. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket. And we all deserve to have a little fun. Well, the best place to get all three is mybookie.com. They're the only sports book that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet the NFL, NBA, college football, and more. College basketball, too. Sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuffer, a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at MyBookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code ZABE, and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Head over to MyBookie to make the most of the holidays this year and strut into 2021 with cash in your pocket. This winter, bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie. Today on the ZabeCast, Giannis is the one who stayed. Milwaukee is overjoyed with perhaps the biggest signing in the city's history. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk Lamar Jackson, Poopy Pants, Big Ben, Josh Allen, flag-loving fans, the new boxing, and the transparent hypocrisy of the college football playoff committee. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, December 17, 2020. Thank you for downloading and thank you for the fantastic feedback on my pilot friend, Timmy Baggett. It will not be the last time he is on. Example, Wayne Fritz from Mesa, Arizona, my future hometown. Hey, Zabe, just listen to the Zabe cast with pilot buddy Tim. Fantastic stuff. I, too, am an aviation slash airplane geek, and this is all up in my wheelhouse. Great cast, buddy. Bring Tim back soon. Thank you. Thank you for responding. I had no idea. I enjoyed the hell out of it, but I I got done with it, and I listened to it, and I edited it. I said, I have no idea if anyone else is going to like this. I have no idea if I sounded like a complete wannabe Flyboy going, ha, ah, eh, I remember that time. These planes are so cool. So we have now had a gun cast, a Mac cast, a pilot cast, a chick cast. What's next? You tell me. Have Van will travel. This email from my man Todd Fergus. Dr. Todd Fergus to you. Heart Doctor to the Stars, Green Bay, Wisconsin. He writes to say about the Montez Sweat heart issue that came up at the Combine. Said Dr. Todd, quote, listening to Hour 2 is hurting me to the core. I guess that was Hour 2 of my local show on Tuesday, I guess, in D.C. Same thing I did on the podcast, but whatever. He said, I'm sure less than 1% of your 1%ers know a damn thing about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, so I don't think anyone besides me, an actual heart doctor, actually cares that you messed up some of the details. But then again, I am a heart doctor, and it's driving me nuts. All right, Doc, set me straight. 
Left ventricular wall thickness is measured in centimeters, not millimeters. You actually got it right on the podcast. You just messed it up on air. The upper limit of normal is 1.1 centimeters of thickness, and 2.0 would be very thick, which is what they measured Montez Sweat at prior to the combine. 1.5, which was the revised number on Mr. Sweat, is still abnormal, but could be just normal athlete's heart. To include the papillary muscles in the measurement is a massive fuck-up and a rookie mistake. I know, as I've read about 15,000 echocardiograms in the last 10 years. Anyhow, HCM is 90% of the reason for doing athlete medical screenings. This is what killed Reggie Lewis and many other young athletes. Still love you. Sincerely. Dr. Todd Fergus. Thank you, doctor. No offense taken. Always good to get straightened out on this, and I appreciate the input. What a fuck up, though. How do you get a diagnosis? <clears throat> How do you get a diagnosis for something that is as crucial as a checkup, a medical screening prior to the NFL Combine and the upcoming NFL draft? Millions of dollars are on the line. And he got a bad, he got a bad diagnosis or a bad medical write-up, and it cost him, cost him some money. Dropped from probably ten or twelve down to the end of the first round. But I mean, what are you going to do? He'll make it up in the next contract, right? If there is a next contract. More emails. This one from Reed Hartman responding to my question about: Does anyone else out there besides me like to sometimes drive in silence? And to be alone in my thoughts, Chris Broussard, podcast guru to the stars, texted me when he heard me say that, saying, oh, great, way to go. You're on a podcast encouraging people to drive in silence. That'll really drive the download numbers. (laughs) He was just kidding, but he was kind of right about that. Anyway, Reed Hartman says, not only do I enjoy driving in silence once in a while, but I enjoy silence while fishing. And hunting, too. Some time in your own mind with no outside influence is healthy, in my opinion. Am I a doctor? You bet your ass I am not a doctor. (laughs) That's my whole beef with music on the golf course. I suppose at times, if it's a festive, you and your buddy sharing a cart, a little bit of music is fine. But I'm just sort of over it at this point. And I've heard everyone's playlists uh, enough already. I just... Don't need it. I think there's something to be said for at least pleasant conversation with your cartmate or sitting in silence, fuming silence, as in how could I fucking have missed that putt? The big news on Tuesday night that I did not get to in the podcast Wednesday because I had already committed to doing the pilot cast was Giannis signs the Supermax extension. Wow. Wow. That was a surprise, and a pleasant surprise at that. Now, there's a character on the morning show that you probably know about called Boxscore Billy, and it's a little boy character that was whipped up one day by Josh in which he's just so naive, but he loves sports, and he gets things slightly wrong all the time, and he had been 
asking and begging and pleading and hoping for Giannis to become Supermax, is how he put it. <laughs> not, not to sign the Supermax, but to become Supermax, this super player. And he was resigned as the days wore on, like, oh my God, this is never going to happen. And then boom, it happened. And I got to say, my man Josh absolutely killed it when box score Billy got to storm into the studio the day after Giannis signed and just was over the moon that he had become Supermax. That said, box score Billy is about to park his butt. Oh, oh boy. I- Okay, hold on. He I, just ran past I, the door. He's like so excited right now. He's I, I don't know what I he's think doing I right now. I see him out there but, and I think he, he went is past ready again. To go. I like total. Right, he found the door. Yeah! <laughs> I'm like seriously excited. I'm kind of shy but mostly excited. Box score, box Yay! score, settle down. Settle down. Yeah! Okay. Belly, 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 belly. I know. Sorry. We're all excited. We're all excited. Giannis turned into Supermax, and nobody thought it was going to happen. Good morning, box score. How are you doing? Hi, Zane. After weeks and weeks and weeks of not doing it yesterday, Giannis finally did it. He transformed into Supermax. <laughs> so I was sitting at the kitchen table eating mac and cheese, and then all of a sudden my mom's phone just goes ding, 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 like a million times. And then she ran uh-huh. in the room, and she told me that Giannis did it. And apparently everyone had texted her, letting her know to tell me that Giannis had transformed into Supermax. <laughs> and then I screamed, and I was so happy. And Giannis said that he loved Milwaukee and stuff, and I love him too. And then he transformed into Supermax. <laughs> It's awesome. But I'll be honest, it was kind of weird because then I saw a video of him online signing a piece of paper, and he looked exactly the same. But maybe he just doesn't wear his superhero outfit when he's not playing basketball. You know, like a secret identity? probably it. Although, everyone already knows he's Supermax, so like I don't know know. why he would be hiding. It doesn't really matter, though, because now he's Supermax, and now the Bucks have an actual superhero on their team. The Bucks are going to be unstoppable. Best Christmas (laughs) ever. I like turtles. Yeah! I'm so excited. Yes. I'm kind of shy, but mostly excited. Personally, I think this is one of the biggest non-game events in Wisconsin slash Milwaukee sports history. I put four of them up on a poll question, and that was, you know, what what are the some of the four biggest events? to happen, positive events to happen in Milwaukee slash Wisconsin sports history. I said Miller Park getting approved, which was a last-minute deal that was an absolute war that required one politician by the name of George Petek, a county commissioner or supervisor, I'm not sure exactly his title at the time, flipping his vote at the midnight hour to get it done. Bob and Ryan and I used to say, God bless George Petek because – you know, the town would have lost its baseball team and they would have no longer been a major league city and it would have sucked because Milwaukee loves their baseball team, even though they haven't had much success. So Miller Park getting approved was in the mix. Reggie White going to the Packers was another significant one. Barry Alvarez coming from Notre Dame to turn around all of the Wisconsin 
athletic department, not just football, but he has a force and a will that has turned everything in the right direction, basketball included. And then Giannis signing the Supermax was another choice. Reggie White to the Packers was the overwhelming uh, best thing that's ever happened uh, off the court. Uh, But then number two was Giannis, and three was Miller Park, and way behind was Barry going to Wisconsin at only 4.3%. I think that's criminally underrated, but that's just me. Maybe there's just not as many UW fans that were in this poll on my Twitter feed. You can see it at Zabe or at the game, MKE. All right, time now to call the notorious J A Y. Hello. It is always a great time to talk about pooping during an NFL game, huh? Anytime you get poop involved. In an NFL game, it adds just a little more spice to the conversation, doesn't it? But he said he didn't. He wasn't pooping. He said he was cramping. I don't know where the pooping came from. I think people didn't believe it. I think people thought if you're cramping, get some fluids, get some fucking Gatorade in the sideline. The game was in the balance. You disappeared in the locker room for 15 minutes. No, he said he, said he was cramping. And the trainer was giving him IVs, and he was drinking water and walking around. That's what Lamar said. I'm just going by what Lamar said. Do you buy it? Why would he? I mean, I Because it's embarrassing. Eh. Yeah. Anyway, he was. Uh, it, it was a hell of a dramatic finish, that's for sure. What are the good citizens of Baltimore saying about that key win to keep their season hopes alive? Um... You're basic, you know. It's it's anybody's. Uh, you know, we are we we have just as good a shot as anybody else to get in. But I keep yelling, why is everybody patting Lamar on the back? Justin Tucker hit a 55 fucking yard field goal in to the, win that game in the freezing that, cold. Yeah, I mean that guy is as automatic as Mariana Rivera when he comes out of the pen. Yeah, no, he's hey, he's I'm, an awesome weapon. I was trying to think of. What would you rather have, a Justin Tucker, or what would be the equivalent non-kicker weapon that would be appropriate? I'm not talking about a true WR1 or King Henry or obviously not a quarterback. But would you rather have? Would you rather have a lockdown corner or Justin Tucker? I take Justin Tucker because when I get on the other side of the 50, I'm and, in range. I know, right, exactly. And, and range is deadly, whether it's basketball or kicking field goals or being able to throw it or having power in baseball or being able to hit it a long way in golf. Power is key. It really is all about power. Now, are, are you on the the Cleveland has righted all wrongs by losing this game? I don't understand that one. What? Everybody's, everybody's, oh, Cleveland is, they are not the old Browns. They fucking lost the game. Right. They didn't win. <laughs> That's what they do. I mean, I don't. I know. I am I'm getting very angry at watching and listening to sports <laughs> because I'm like, let, let's think about because Cleveland. Because the shit that ESPN puts out for concepts is getting dumber and dumber all the time. 
and they set the tone for the sports talk ecosystem. I mean, let's think about Cleveland's highlights, the drive, the fumble. I mean, it's always the so you have I don't know what you call this one. They never fucking win. I know. And by the way, and so they they you know what they probably will get to the playoffs this year because they're going to play a decimated Steeler team in about two weeks. Oh boy! And I'm not sure who they have coming up this week. By the way, also, and I'm I'm going to be done ranting after this. All these people who are like, oh, I was right about the Steelers. Go fuck yourself. They played three games. They played three games in twelve days. So go fuck yourself on that one. <laughs> Wait a three, minute. They played three games in twelve days. Right. So who? So what, what do you expect? What, is what you're saying. What pro football team can survive that? So shut up with the and, the, and it's, a, it's another ESPN. Oh, I was we were so right about the Steelers and that idiot Colin Cowherd. I was right again. Three games in twelve days. No team can survive that. So oh. have a new take. Speaking of Colin Coward, have you seen uh, the account back after this Funhouse with his uh, receipts on Colin Coward on Colin Coward regarding Lamar Jackson? Oh no, well, I'm sure he's 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 moonwalking. He's backward moonwalking. No, like Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. You know, Colin Coward does not moonwalk. That would require an admission that he was wrong. Oh, so what, he just ignores well, they, it. You ready to hear this? Oh, that's even better. All right, so here we go. This is Colin Coward's two thoughts, and I'll tell you the the current cow, coward versus the old coward. You can tell because you know he's now going gray. He's got this goatee, and so you can tell he's older. All right, let me start with this. Well, you know, you just keep telling me what Lamar Jackson can't do, and then my eyes keep telling me uh, that's what he is doing. I thought he couldn't throw. I thought he couldn't come from behind. So you're either in the camp that I'm in, which is the dude is special. It's not always pretty, but I love him. <laughs> or it's not going to work. Lamar Jackson. All right, so that was his current take after the game on Monday. Now Wait, let's go back. The defense on that one, now, now, okay, right. So now let's go back to Coward when he, or back to uh, uh, date, you know, when he came into the league, Lamar Jackson. Jackson's a project. He's not Sam Darnold. He's not Josh Rosen. You watched them last Oh! Oh! <laughs> no! <laughs> humanity! Sam Rosen. Oh, my I mean, God. I mean, Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold. But one guy who came into the league too quickly and another guy who was n- never ready for the league. That's the Josh Rosen. MVP is being compared to Timmy Squarehead. The redhead, you know, you know who the, Sam Donald reminds incredible. me of. The Incredibles, one of the Incredibles. Yeah, there's that, but he also reminds me of Todd, the redheaded meth goofball from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. That's, Did you? That's that's harsh. I know who you're talking about. Wow. Yes. Do you know? know you, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's not even close. <laughs> now I've heard this. Before. Here's modern Colin Cowher. Before he cannot throw. No, no. I watch football. Tim Tebow couldn't throw. Couldn't throw. I have. All right, so now now here's the old Colin Coward. Predicted, and I'll say it again, Tebow 2.0 is coming. Oh! Oh! What a fucking screaming fraud. And yet, he's the highest paid guy in our business. 
his his other move, which is a big fucking lie. I was texting with some uh, some NFL some NFL GMs last week. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. Stop it. And you know what? His show is produced by one of my favorite people on the planet, Sam Batesh. No, you, Greg Tui. Oh, Greg Tui. Oh, Tui's now producing it. Yeah. Sam went to CBS Sports up there in uh, Connecticut. And are they? Is that still a thing? It I'm not asking. only not only is it still a thing, Jay. I got to tell you. It's pretty good. CBS Sports is quietly turning into ESPN Classic circa 2005 before they went all opinion and they got wandering off onto periphery issues, let's just say, in sports. For example, you go to ESPN, you want to see some highlights of NFL games on a Sunday night, right? Because everyone says, I get my highlights on the internet. I get them on my phone. I want a whole highlight package of the game, right? Give me three minutes, bunch of plays, and narrate what happens. Walk me through the ebb and the flow of the game, right? Okay. ESPN doesn't give you that. You know what they give you? Raw highlights stitched together one after another. I'm like, this is not that helpful. You know who does give you the announcer narrated highlight package with some editorial thought and consideration? That would be CBS, CBS Sports. CBSSports.com, their website, and you know who voices the highlight packages? Eric uh, Casilius. That's oh, where oh he lives now. That's where he, oh my god! Wait a <laughs> what did did he have an affair with somebody? Or? He was not, he was dating Holly Saunders before she went off the deep end with her okay. plastic surgery and whatnot. Okay, I was I was trying to remember why he got fired. Uh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he was also just kind of a douchebag. But hey, he's working. Okay. Spe- now, speaking I- of things in the business that make you go, really? Did you know that Craig Carton's son and Mad Dog's son, college kids, will be doing a show on WFAN on December thirtieth? Get the fuck out of here for two hours. Yeah, one time only. Yeah, why not? I said today on my show, I go, listen, you want to be part of this life? You want to do this? You want to be a big you know, sports talk radio star? Have your hot takes, be a personality, and live the life? Okay, here, here's what you're going to do. You're going to grind away. You're going to try to get shifts. You're going to be like, can I, can I get on the air? No, go produce this. Can I do this? No, go do that. And then you're going to say, I'll work here. I'll work there. And they go, no, nah, you know what? We're going to put the son of a convicted felon get- on the no. air with the son of another guy who left the station to go make $3 million a year doing a satellite radio show. I I don't, I, I don't, well, again, it's radio. You're glad, no, to be, does, you're glad to be out. Does it ever make sense? No, God, no. It's so, it's it, so offensive. It, it's so deeply fucking offensive. Like, really? This is what we're going to do, huh? Okay. So if, if, you're, if you're a guy at FAN who's been toiling, and this happens, you've got to be up in arms. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're going to go that's to management and complain? That's true. You're just going to sit there. Like, and then oh, have them fire you and bury you further on the depth chart? You're just going to sit there and take it. That's what that's what, that's what you do on radio. That's you what, right. You sit around and, and think. You take it. You're like, wow, this dude got out of prison. And he's not only uh, you know reinstated fully as the afternoon drive guy, he's allowed to bring his kid in to do a special show. Oh. 
He's running the joint. It's so oh, fucking God. nice. Okay, uh, we now return to our regularly scheduled, scheduled rant. So, yeah, so so here's the end of Coward. The two faces of Two-Face Coward, the screaming fraud that he is about Lamar Jackson. And it's already starting today. It's Lamar Jackson. So this is going to be Tebow 2, which is what I think Lamar Jackson's going to be, which is more of a project than a prospect. Felt the exact same way for Tim Tebow. Yeah. That's stupid. Tim Tebow had All one right, of the, let me start with this one. All right, Tim Tebow had one of the worst throwing motions ever. And he came way over the top, almost threw it over the top of his head. And then he, like, snapped it hard, and it just was bad and inaccurate as fuck. Lamar kind of whips it, sort of like Michael Vick. It's He has the Vick flick. Yes. He's got the Vick flick. Uh, when it's on, it's great. It's got plenty of strength, but it's not as accurate as it could be. And a lot of his inaccuracy is just he's probably, probably I don't know this because I'm not going to be a douchebag like Coward and pretend to know this. That's why you're not getting paid like him. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Uh, is that I'm guessing there's a lot of easy throws that are based off of reads and formations that other guys make, Brady, Rodgers, et cetera, that boost your average, you know? A lot of the high completion from guys like like the best guys in the game, it's because they're easy throws, right? Yes. I, yes. But- they, they line up and they're like, okay, I know I'm going to have an open guy here doing a seven-yard out. And I'm going to take that boom completion. But how many? Didn't Lamar complete like eight passes? Yeah, it was not many. It was not many. That, was not many. I know he's still not a passer, but he he came back in dramatic fashion to win the game. And and poor Trace McSorley, but did not kill it. <laughs> did not kill his knee. By the way, what do you mean? It it was just it was just a a a very bad sprain. He is not. Out for the season. I thought he was dead. The it was, way that buckled. It was bad. It was but, bad. And we'll, and we'll never know if he was taking a shit or not. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but Let's shit happens. RG3. Let's ask RG3. Did, <laughs> did you see his funny tweets? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, your, he, guy. That, that's that, your guy. That's not my guy at all. That's your guy. No, not my guy. <laughs> it, it, was, it was your guy. Not my guy. Hey. It, okay. All right. So. Did you see <laughs> did you see James Harden the other night? Which, and is he totally fat now? Have you yes. Googled James I, Harden fat? He I showed up James finally like, last yeah. night. Oh you did? How does he yes. look to you? Uh fat and still <laughs> doing I don't I don't get the, what the coach it is dribble for fifteen seconds, step back three. That's that's James Harden's game right there. Right. Dribble, 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 dribble. Step back three, he, or get or get the foul and go to the foul line and shoot two free throws. So he was asked about why were you in Atlanta and Las Vegas when the team was opening oh. training camp. Get this, you know, coaches has done an unbelievable job of, of just you know communicating with the guys and um, just you know putting the structure in and, and, and getting things going. Tim McMahon. James, what was the point that you were trying to get across when you went to Atlanta and Vegas when training camp was starting? I was just training. Yeah. What were you training for? Uh, Started the NBA season. How did going to Atlanta and Vegas 
help you there when the Rockets were starting training camp in Houston? Uh, just you know, my personal trainers. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. I love that. I love that reporter who would not let him off the hook. Yeah, I know. And he could have been even more rude, but it's like, no, no, they're having training camp yes. with all kinds of equipment and weight machines and jogging tracks and jazzercise classes and aqua aerobics <laughs> and, and your and zumba and classes and spin classes <laughs> they got a basketball court in fact it's weird they call it training camp just for that reason to get you into shape for the season he wants out still and they don't know what to do with him now they've appeased james harden for 5 years and this is how he's going to do them serves houston Right, I would I would tell him to go pound sand, or excuse me, any team, any any. If Houston came to me and said we want this, that I'd like you have to go you go pound sand. I ain't giving you nothing. You have a you have a defective car that you can't get rid of. Right, sit there, sit there and take it. That's, this that's is, what I tell him. This is why every NBA contract needs to have a one time out for the team, meaning. If they want to keep you for the number of years, they can do it, but otherwise they can use their one time out at any time if they feel like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just done with this. Hmm. What do you think about that? Okay, okay, that's that's an interesting idea because NBA contracts aren't worth the paper that they're made that they're signed on. Right. As we as we know. Just bitch and moan if you can get out of your deal at any time. Right. So they, okay, I, I, they would be I they would effectively be non guaranteed. Yes. Yeah. I, I'll take that. So, so are you as a? I guess you are a sports fan of the Milwaukee area. Are you worried about the Giannis contract, or that in three years he's going to bitch and moan and say I want out? Well, Giannis, he is, he is an opt out though. He is an opt out. No. Well, here's here's the deal. So he can't. He's under his old deal for this season. Right. And, and then you can't be traded on a Supermax for at least one year after you sign it. So it's a minimum of two years. And that's a pretty okay. good window right there to see what they can do. Now, if after two years he says, you know what, it just isn't working out, I'd like to be traded, how do you trade a Supermax for a right. guy that, who's still going to be a really good player and not a shithead? You'd have to take on somebody else's shithead like a James Harden. Like the Westbrook for say Russell Westbrook. Yeah, the Westbrook. Yeah, that was one shithead for another shithead. So it matched up. Both teams knew. Yeah, this is probably not going to make us a whole lot better. But we kind of would like to deal with a new guy. Maybe when we get your guy and you get our guy, they'll say, "All right, it's better over here." (laughs) Right. Right. So how would you then make it balance out with Giannis? I don't think he's going to ask for a trade. I have a hard time believing it. I mean, this cat is made. He's cut from a different cloth. He didn't come from the American AAU system. He grew up with four brothers, basically panhandling the streets of Athens to make money for the family. Sharing shoes. Sharing shoes, exactly. And so to him, Milwaukee is like the greatest city on earth. And by the way, I like it a lot too, but fuck, it is cold. I called it Cold Tonio because like San Antonio with Tim Duncan, Giannis is like Milwaukee's Tim Duncan, the super chill, low-key superstar that just loves basketball and is not caught up in everything else. I, I, but do they really believe that free agents are going to start flocking? To no, 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 no. Let's no. be 
So how are you ever going? How are you? They ever think they going can to win. They think they can win it all with Drew Holiday, Chris with a K, Middleton, Chris a K and an H, Middleton, Giannis, and then a whole bunch of random dudes after that. Including yeah, that Dante DiVincenzo, the springy meatball, <laughs> the mighty white, whitey from Villanova, white, who went off Dante. in the championship. Yes. <laughs> exactly, white Dante. He's a fun player, but he's kind of sort of limited. So I'm gu- I'm guaranteeing Milwaukee will never win a championship. Fuck so, you. Fuck you. Do you know how many people listen to this podcast in Milwaukee and Wisconsin? You're going to be FTG status forever, you know? I was going to bring you up to hang with the Milwaukee people, and you're now going to ruin that for me. Because I'm so wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm so wrong. Well, you do. You know, Jay Jay does spit the truth. He does uh, spit hot fire. He's rarely wrong. By the way, uh, I got uh, somebody that sent in the exact date and time you called your shot on UMBC. Thank you. 3-15-2018 episode of the Zabecast, 44 minutes, 10 seconds in. By the way, that's somebody with way too much time in their hands. No, but thank you. <laughs> no, and I think they literally just went to the Thursday before the first round and then listened to the episode again and, and zoomed ahead. I probably probably I wasn't can, that and, hard. And I can tell you exactly what my rationale was because I had seen UMBC that season. And I said, they can score. The problem with Virginia is they can't score. Right. If they get in a little cold streak and UMBC goes crazy, well, that could be a problem. And what happened? Boom. Yeah. There you go. Thank All right. you. All right. A couple quick ones here. Uh, did you see where apparently a high school in San Francisco is thinking about removing Abraham Lincoln's name from the high school? Because they don't think he cared enough about black lives when he was living. Okay, that, that's a little stretch. I would say that's a stretch. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. When when Abraham Lincoln's getting canceled, yeah. that's some shit right there. That is that is a, a bit of a stretch. All right. Uh, Sarah Fuller might not get her job back with the w- Vanderbilt women's soccer team after her football dalliance is over, which it looks like it is because Vandy had their game canceled this Saturday. She's not going to be the instant goalie? Yeah, yeah, she's a goalie. She she might lose that gig too. See, you turn your back on your regular gig for two seconds to go kick some field goals. By the way, did you see her extra points? Not exactly Justin Tucker, was it? I'm, but I'm not good. But I know, I know, I know. She's a chick kicking field goals for the first time. I, 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 I know you're not gonna I, you're not gonna criticize no. it. Did you see what? Did you hear or see what Dominique Foxworth said about Josh Allen? Not only did I listen to that whole podcast and laughed out loud when he said that. Yes, I did hear. So you're okay with it. I thought it was funny as hell. I knew what he was trying to say. All right, so I didn't take I didn't take it as racist as uh, Outkick is okay, trying to do. Okay, so basically, I'm, Foxworth said, "I I root for Josh Allen to fail or to do something stupid because his supporters are the types who wear who have American flags on their social media bio." He might as well. He just. You should have just said. His file, his his supporters are or his fans are MAGA. He should have just said that. It okay. would have been funnier. Okay. And you don't think there's any racial overtones to that undertones? 
No, he's saying Josh Allen's fans are predominantly white guys who uh, who's, who who lean right. Lean white. Lean white or wait, did you say lean white or lean right? Lean right. I said lean right. That's what he was saying. Hey, listen, I lean white, but that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily one or the other. I lean white because that's how I was raised. Hopelessly white. Did you? You don't like Dominique Foxworth, do you? No, he sucks. But I know you're a fan. (laughs) Why does he suck? Because he does. Why? He's not. What? He's not what? interesting. And this take. And this take sucked. You know who else thought this take sucked? Jordan Poyer, Bills DB. He said, "Hold up, bruh. We're not just letting this slide." Yeah, at ESPN. This is what we are now in the world of sports. At Foxworth twenty four, we got to do better, my brother, because this ain't it. Oh God, stick enough for jo- for Josh to throw. Oh, you got to. You got to. That's there. That's the, that's your quarterback right there. Didn't Josh Allen come into the league with a bit of uh, controversy? I believe he had some tweets when yeah. he was in high school. Well, well. I'm just waiting until he screws up again and everybody goes, oh, yeah, back to old Josh. Because right now he's being called, uh, I've, I've heard people say he might be in the MVP running, even no, though. No, it's, no. It's, no, too, they, too, no. it's a two-horse race between the two uh, All-State kids. Thank you. Rodgers and, and Mahomes. And, yeah. And I, I was saying. Rodgers is the MVP, but Mahomes is the best player. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, that that's fair enough. It here's the problem: it's a media award. The media is in love with Mahomes, the unicorn. They love, well, they love Aaron Rodgers though, also. Eh, no, not as much as Mahomes. Mahomes is the new it girl. Well, he's the biracial angel of the moment, but <laughs> the biracial but, angel. But but they but they love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can do no wrong. Nobody <laughs> ever criticized. Wait a minute, do they criticize Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Uh, is, is not it, really, yeah. not right. really. But there are some people that say, "Oh, he's too prickly, or he's too aloof, or he's not, you know, fully invested." I. I've heard the arguments, and I've said on the air multiple times, I'm a huge stan of one Aaron Rodgers. I've said said they should cut Jordan Love now to make sure (laughs) Rodgers never plays another down in another uniform ever. I said, I can't stand to see Rodgers playing at all. I know Brady did, which is, you know, if if Rodgers is going to go the Brady route and play until he's 90, then he's going to have to play somewhere else. At some point, you know you're going to have to say goodbye to your quarterback. Uh, yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I'm but getting. What, but ready why rush say, it? Like, I'm getting ready to say goodbye to Ben Roethlisberger because well, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting. By the way, he's well, he's going to be my FTG, but okay. I'm, but I'm getting his act is worn so thin now. It's it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, do you like the new boxing, which is basically a YouTube star versus a washed-up ex-real boxer? I was hoping that Conor McGregor would take the challenge because I think that guy with Logan Paul, something whatever. I think he'd watch Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's not a good boxer. Yeah, it's, there, well, it's not. Still, it's not done yet. Believe, it's not. You know, people, it it could still happen. That's the thing. Well, I hope so because there's people who still believe on the face of this earth 
that Conor McGregor actually gave Floyd Mayweather a good fight. There are people who actually believe that. Really? Which I still, it, it's just it's the dumbest thing ever. If you knew anything about boxing, you, you would have seen that Floyd was toying with him like a cat plays with a toy. <laughs> yeah, probably so. I mean, but but I really hope that that Logan was it, is his name Logan Paul is that right? Is that uh, right? Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Jake, Who the fuck okay, knows? That's a, yeah, well, the the one of the Paul boys. <laughs> I hope because Amanda Nunez is now saying that she wants to fight him. I hope that happens because I would like nothing more than to see her get her clock clean. Don't, don't you and think? Shut the hell up! Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, that would be a complete slaughterhouse right there. Yeah, you can't win that one. You no, can't win that one. Yeah, no, you, 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 you got to find a really wimpy guy. To fight a chick. Yeah, but and, and Dana White is like pushing her to do it. And I'm like, why are you doing that? She's going to get killed. Yeah. It's not the, the despair. I mean, Nate Robinson, may he rest in peace. Even though he's not dead. I mean, he, he, was, <laughs> he, he looked was, it. He, he was outweighed by like 40 pounds and like three inches shorter. It was a no-win situation for him. Yeah. So how do you think Amanda Nunez is going to do? This is dumb. It is dumb. Getting, getting ridiculous now. All right. Time for FTG. Stand by. Yes. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, have at it. Uh, ben Roethlisberger two bad games he has and then he starts whining and oh uh, if I don't play any better I might just hang it up oh my god dude just, again he's saying again. that again he oh, said boy. that this is like the 15th time I'm like <laughs> enough and then he's saying you know my knee wasn't that great and Tomlin goes his knee was fine <laughs> oh my my arm is not that great and Tomlin's like his arm is fine I mean shut up dude just play ball and shut up they didn't he get they didn't get beat by a million. It was fairly no, close I mean, game. Again, Tough three, team on the road. Games yeah. Three games, 12 days. Let, let it go, dude. But ben, ben has always been about the drama. You know, it's always he, like walking true. walking boot Ben on Thursday, yes. and then come oh. Sunday, he looks fine. Dun, 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 ben to the rescue. That's, <laughs> he loved that shit. Okay, well, you say, I'm about done with him. You know, you could be in for a long walk in the woods to find the next quarterback. Oh, I know that. I know what's going to happen. But, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had a good run. <laughs> That's what everyone says before they go, God damn it, this is taking too long. We need a new guy. <laughs> so, to big Ben Roethlisberger, Jay says, Fuck that guy. All right, my fuck that guy goes to fuck those guys. And that would be the College Football Playoff Committee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So things are bouncing along, Jay, kind of normal. And then all of a sudden, the second to last college football poll suddenly has Florida dropping only one spot after losing to the undead remains of LSU with the benefit of a fucking shoe toss. Meanwhile, Cincinnati, through no fault of their own, COVID things, they don't play for two weeks, and they drop even further out of the top ten. Yes. 
Not only that, but Coastal Carolina, who beat BYU on four days' notice, is nowhere close to the top, and yet Iowa fucking state is. The clear message is, why, we are not going to let anyone from the group of five into our little tea party. So they can just cry all they want. So to the committee, I say, fuck those guys. Thank you. Standing O from Jay. People Thank say, you. at this point, we should bring back the Kali Matrix and the Dunkel Index and go back to the BCS, because uh, it's the same shit, different package. And, and, and I'm not crying, but for USC not to even be in the top 10, and they're 5-0 and in the Pac-12, I mean, come on. Yeah. All right, Jay, as Ken Beatrice once proudly said, bye-bye now. Let's end on this. Remember the soup Nazi from Seinfeld? Of course you do. One of the all-time tiny bit cameo characters who was only in one episode except for, I guess, the second episode being the final series finale. He was played by a guy by the name of Larry Thomas. And his whole shtick, as you know, was to say, no soup for you! He was a very particular and dictatorial Restaurant, restaurant, takeout, soup place guy in Manhattan that was based on a real guy. And they wrote it into this, you know, series as the soup Nazi. Anyhow, Larry Thomas, who's now 65 years old, played the soup Nazi. And he's done some other acting and who knows what. He's probably like a lot of aspiring, struggling actors trying to make a go of it. That was his big break. Well, cameo. And their CEO, Stephen Galanis, has been running his mouth on various podcasts, trying to hype up the platform, saying things like, you know, Kevin from The Office, Brian Baumgartner, earned over a million dollars doing cameos last year. If you don't know what cameo is, it's a platform whereby you can pay a celebrity, usually a B-list, C-list, D-list celebrity, to send a video shout out or an audio shout-out, personalized with a short little script for a certain small amount of money. 20 50 100 bucks, something like that. And apparently, Kevin from The Office does such a good job, he kills it. According to the CEO, made a million dollars. Well, the same CEO said that Larry Thomas, the guy who played the soup Nazi, made, quote, over six figures a year on the site and had been doing so for years. Soup Nazi was not happy. Said Larry Thomas, quote, for anybody to divulge somebody's income is irresponsible because everyone's got expenses and nobody knows what they are. He said, as well, six figures can mean anything from $100,000 to close to a million dollars. Thomas said, I've never seen a million dollars in my life or anything like it. He said uh, that problem is after the CEO started blabbing about that, he said, I started getting requests for money. <laughs> and while he's grateful to have been able to cash in on that small little thing on Seinfeld, which by the way, the episode ran in 1995, 25 years ago. And it was just a very small thing. He says, you know, it's not as easy as you think because technical glitches and me wanting it to be perfect, I may do four takes of each cameo. So it's not just 30 seconds of work and then you have and then you have to proof them after that. 
well, don't cry me a river. That doesn't sound like a lot of work. I don't blame them for cashing in. It's great. It's just, (laughs) I think he doth protest a bit much. That's a pretty good gig, cashing in as the soup Nazi on Cameo, even if it is $100,000.01. Even if it's $50,000 a year, that pays for a lot of bills and a lot of things or several super nice luxury vacations just to do soup Nazi drops on Cameo. But I get it. He's not really wild about the CEO of Cameo divulging how much he made because there's always going to be those assholes going, oh my God, really? That's obscene. Teachers are struggling to you know pay their bills and firefighters and restaurants are laid off during this pandemic and you're making that much money just because you were the soup Nazi? Yeah. No soup for you. No Cameo for you either. And keep your mouth off my money, as the kids like to say on the streets. That's a wrap. For today, thank you so much for downloading. Remember, spread the word, rate and review. Make sure to please our algorithmic overlords. Let's keep ZabeCast Nation growing. Tomorrow costs you money if you want to be part of Football 5 Ways Friday. You should be, though. Just go to zabe.com slash premium, and you can see how to sign up for Fridays as well. It will cost you all pretty penny, $5 a month. And I know. We're all tied down by a million little ropes of $5 here, $10 there. Sort of like the Lilliputians tying down uh, Gulliver's Trap. Gulliver's Travels? I don't know. I haven't read that book in a long time. But you get my point, though. We all have things we pay for, and we're like, okay, i got to cut back on some of this shit. But if you can afford $5 a month, it'll keep me going. It may allow me to get a vocal cord transplant, which I'm going to need at some point here in the future, if this GERD does not fucking relent so thank you so much for downloading and subscribing tomorrow we deliver winners myself mr x all the games tim murray college football weekend charged with fantasy should be fun i'll see you then until then have a great thursday and we will see you next time It is the most wonderful time of the year for a year that can't end soon enough. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket. And we all deserve to have a little fun. Well, the best place to get all three is mybookie.com. They're the only sports book that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet the NFL, NBA, college football, and more. College basketball, too. Sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuffer, a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at MyBookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contests. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code ZABE, and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Head over to MyBookie to make the most of the holidays this year and strut into 2021 with cash in your pocket. This winter, bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie.